All right, welcome to another Weekend Plans, um, where we are recapping the last dance of Michael Jordan. Um, I am joined by Jackson again. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm great, Zach. Um, isolation is going fine. I'm starting to make really questionable choices. I've purchased Val Kilmer's memoir. Val Kilmer wrote a memoir? Yeah, it's called I'm Your Huckleberry. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he is. There he <laughs> I did is. not expect to see a giant picture of Al Kilmer, but there that's, he is. That's the cover of the book. It's just red with a big picture of him circa Iceman, I want to say. Post uh, wearing denim jeans in the sand. Yeah, just about that time, I think. Definitely pre-Batman. It's an interesting time in life, you know, Al Kilmer. Yeah, but I'm, in, I'm excited to read it because he's a, uh, like a well-known asshole. So, yeah huh like just mean to people and like a crazy person on set yeah wonderful he put a cigarette out on somebody when they were filming island of dr Moreau. <laughs> interesting who was yeah. it i wonder it was like a grip or something oh gosh yeah that's awful yeah like, it's, it's it's fucking wild he's a maniac and then he forced his way on to be uh to be back for uh top men too yeah, apparently he like begged Tom Cruise. <laughs> yes. I heard. Like, please let me be back. And it's like, God, are you that desperate for work? Or like, you just love the character of Iceman so much? Yeah. And they did not like each other when they were making that first movie. Like, it was a massive. And like, Val Kilmer had to be forced by the studio to do it because he was under contract. He did not want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he called it a he called it a celebration of redneckery. <laughs> The celebration of redneckery. <laughs> it is basically giant propaganda for the Air Force. Oh Navy. yeah, no, they're uh, yeah, they are n- naval airmen. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, their recruitment numbers went fucking crazy after Top Gun came out. Oh no, shit! Everybody just wanted to be that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone um, just wanted to be Maverick. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was very much the same thing as like the FBI after Silence of the Lambs came out. A bunch of people wanted to be in the FBI. Yeah, I wonder because there's another wave of like true crime, mm-hmm. like love right now. I wonder if that's the same thing that's going on. People are just like, I just want to get into law enforcement and become an FBI agent. Yeah, I'm curious about that. I would are be. You? Yeah, I'd be interested like... in seeing those numbers. If you work for the FBI, send us your recruitment status. <laughs> that's right. That like the post Criminal Minds, especially like probably one of the best shows, and then. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, now uh, Mindhunter, another great one. Yeah. Oh, Mindhunter, R.I.P. I know. Bastards. We'll see if they can save it. It's a good show. It um, is a good show. Anyways, but what isn't, uh, uh, that no worries about serial killers, is um, The Last Dance. Yeah, Although well, the we FBI... don't know what happened to Michael's dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. That's coming up. Um <laughs> But maybe the FBI should have been monitoring Dennis Rodman as he does his 48 hours in Vegas. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a Rodman doc, too, that's uh, on the ESPN. I might watch that. I fucking love Dennis Rodman. I always, <laughs> liked, I always liked Dennis Rodman, and after seeing this, I like him even more. <laughs> Dude is nuts. Like, I just love that he basically becomes the – he becomes – episode three talks about how Talk about the bad boys of Detroit. Mm-hmm. That's where we open up. Um, they're kind of a major focus because it's the team that Michael can't get past. Um, and then, of course, Prince is being used. 
in the opening That was great. Oh. I really lost I, I kind of lost it when they started playing Party Man to the uh, the montage of Michael Plant. I was like, well, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch this on a loop for the next ever. Mm-hmm. It was so perfect. It like just fits so well. And it just made Michael even cooler. I didn't know that was yeah. possible. It was fa- it was really fantastic. No, the uh, the whole thing with them and the Pistons was something I had absolutely no context for. I did not know anything about that. Oh, that's fine. Or, or anything about the uh, the bunch of uh, crazy monsters the Pistons were. <laughs> yes, yes, they were assholes. In, in that mid to late 80s period. Um, and then after, like on your recommendation, I watched the 30 for 30 about that team, the Pistons, and um, during that period. And it was like really fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. an interesting team. Like they were just basically a bunch of dicks. We're like, you know what? Let's just be assholes and see what happens. It's weird because Isaiah Thomas seems like such a quiet, polite young man (laughs) (laughs) in like all those interviews and stuff. And he has a voice where he always sounds like he's on the verge of tears, but (laughs) I know it's kind of a crazy thing. And then you get to see like Rodman before, like you get to see pre like dyed haired Rodman, like fresh from college. Young Rodman being taught how to be a maniac (laughs) by this other group of maniacs. (laughs) Um, yeah, and then we tie into the biggest thing, which was uh, Scottie Pippen's still out, and so they're talking about now we're on the Bulls and how Dennis Rodman has to step up to be the number two. The number two guy, yeah. And he finally does, and he accepts it, and he's just going off, and he's just diving for rebounds left and right, and he's taking people out in the crowd, and he's just insane. There's so much footage of him like di- just diving into the crowd to get balls. Yep, or just going. I was like that. I wonder if those seats are, like, super cheap when you go to Bulls games. Because, <laughs> you know, they're like, well, you might get hit by Dennis Rodman. <laughs> right? It's, like, comes with a uh, – this hazardous to your health signature. Like, yeah. Could, yeah. No, they were probably stupid expensive. But, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and him just going – like, there's one where he's, like, flat, just completely flat in the air holding mm-hmm. a ball and i'm like there's no pretty way to come back from this like he can't it's adjust crazy. he's just gonna belly flop onto the floor which is gonna hurt yeah it's insane um and then pippin comes back and that triggers like a little like almost like a midlife crisis for dennis rodman yeah a little jealousy but also like they had talked about how he was straight as an arrow during that whole period like he was with the team he wasn't doing anything he wasn't partying so pippin coming back was a little bit of like okay i can release all this that i've been holding back for the team yeah he can finally cut loose and he goes i just need a vacation <laughs> i need 48 hours <laughs> give you 48 hours in vegas <laughs> and then proceeds just one of the most interesting things ever which is just kind of following dennis rodman in vegas yeah i like his song before they shoot kamikazes he's got like a little <laughs> yeah he's got a little like a little kamikaze jingle he does yeah, and then he tells them, suck it down, pussies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. want to see. I, I want to know about those guys he was hanging out with. Like, who are those people? <laughs> who are Dennis Rodman's friends? Right? Who's, who's just kind of... Yeah, I know Carmen Electra was there. Carmen Electra was there. Um, that was interesting. Hiding from Michael Jordan in a hotel room. <laughs> I love when they interview Mike on that. And he goes, nah, we had to go get his ass. Like, did he make it back in 48 hours? He's like, nah, we had to go get him out of bed. And he goes, I won't say what was in his bed, who was in his bed, or where he was. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. MJ. 
<laughs> and Carmen's just like, there's a knock at the door. And I go to the door and it's Michael Jordan. And I'm like, that would be a little alarming. It's pretty wild. It's like if somebody knocked angrily at your door and it was Superman. And you're like, oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of like, um, interesting. What can I do for you, sir? <laughs> she doesn't do anything. She hides. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably the smart move. And then they collect Dennis Rodman. And they're like, all right, well, now he's back at practice. He shows up in, like, pajama pants and, like, some flip-flops just kind of struggling. Yeah. Um, and uh, they talk about how, like, all right, we have to get him into shape slowly. He's going to be, you know, like, just full of alcohol and fried food. Yeah, they do that drill. Yep, yep. <laughs> the, the Indian run where one person from the back goes to the front. Mm-hmm. And then like, all right, I've done that. Day. I've done that drill. I've had to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of PE classes with that drill. Mm-hmm. Which is fun when it's like thirty kids and then <laughs> you do it for like an hour. But um, yeah, and then like, all right, let's go slow so Dennis can keep up. And then nope, Rodman just books it when it's his turn and goes like four laps ahead of them before they can actually catch up to him. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, nah, man, he was, he was always with the team. He just needed a break. I guess they were right. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Um, it, that's basically what the third episode focuses on is just how insane Dennis Rodman is. Yeah, no, definitely. And then we get a little bit of like a Phil Jackson background as well. That yeah, was really Phil fucking, Jackson, an old hippie. That was really interesting. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> Just and then, oh my god, that is this. I can't tell. I can't remember if this is. Um, I think I right, at this point I'm merging three and four together, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna yeah, merge they, them together. They run together in my head a little bit. Yes, they do because yeah, it's all episode four where basically Phil Jackson is talking about his time in Puerto Rico as a basketball coach. Yeah, and then somebody got shot. <laughs> <laughs> An official gets shot. My question was: was it on the court or off the court? Did like he do a terrible call and someone from the stands just popped him in the leg? Like, well, they said it was another coach. A coach shot the official. Coach. Okay, so like, yeah. so I guess on the court, like he did such yeah. a bad call, like the coach reached into his duffel bag and pulled out a piece. Just... Yeah, and shot him in the leg. <laughs> And his punishment was he couldn't come to like home games for a certain period of time. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Puerto Rico. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> Just shot this man in the leg and like, all right, how about you take a break? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't do that. <laughs> hey, how about you time out? <laughs> you can't come here anymore. Um, great. Oh, oh my God. That was amazing. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Phil Jackson's just a casual hippie in the NBA. Just just popped acid and was just this tall man with this jufro and this mustache. Yeah. He was like a proto-Rodman. Yeah. They were saying. From, yeah. I think that's why uh, Phil Jackson just understood Rodman because like, yeah. Phil Jackson was probably a few steps away from being Rodman. <laughs> it's cool that he has like Rodman, those relationships with those coaches. It seems like he got really lucky that he ended up with uh, the Pistons guy and mm-hmm. Phil Jackson, who are both guys who like really understood and appreciated him. Yeah. He just like, he kind of understood. It's just some players you give a little bit of a rope to, but with Dennis, you just have to give, give him like a huge rope and yeah. uh, he'll basically be so appreciative that you're giving him so much freedom that he'll 
to show say, up. Yeah. So um, it is really good, but I think episode four is definitely the more more entertaining one. Because um, it's, it's yeah, official gets shot. Then they explain <laughs> the triangle offense, which I don't know for you, kind of come in as a non sports guy. How was you're getting to learn one of the most? It was like kind of groundbreaking at that time, but now it's kind oh, of. No, I I knew tri- triangle offense. My dad and uh, also Suicide Squad. Oh, of course. <laughs> that is a Will Smith line in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Bill Jackson, forget? triangle, bitch. Steady. <laughs> Oscar award-winning Suicide Squad. Put some respect True. on it. Won an Oscar. <laughs> um, Will Smith is doing his best in that movie. <laughs> he's trying, man. He is he's going trying. full-blown Will Smith. Trying to help that movie. <laughs> He's doing everything he can. Um, oh, and then we get the montage of when, like, the third time I think Detroit beats them, and they were just like, "We didn't have an off season." Like the next day, everybody's at the gym just working out. Yeah. Well, they getting... yeah they talk about Jordan rules and how they were Jordan rules trying to take him out, and John Sally has that awesome fucking quote where he's like, "If he's in the air, it's too late." But your only chance is to stop him before he takes flight because, nope. you know, he's not human. I was like, this, sh- this shit is fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as soon as he was in the air, it's like game over. And yeah. so basically hit him while he's, before he even gets to leap. But yeah, so, just to be using those words to describe like a, a, a person you're playing a basketball game against. <laughs> and just and like, it's like... At that point, a whole team versus one person is, like, what the game is. It's insane. It was just basically, that's why, like, it's kind of a fucked up quote looking back, but there was a quote where it was basically Rodman gets thrown out of a game, and Mike goes, I was so angry because it was just me at that point. Yeah, he left me by myself. (laughs) I'm like, no, you have teammates, but I guess I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, all the attention's on you now, sure. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, um, yeah, they hit the gym real hard, uh, made me want to work out, made me miss the gym. I was just super mm-hmm. motivated. I'm like, yeah, we need to pack on muscle. Fuck these guys. <laughs> I got to be able to fight the Pistons. <laughs> they need me. I need to fight the Pistons, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie! <laughs> you don't understand. That's my impression of Zach's home life. It's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> Three seasons now. They've kicked our ass. We got to get in shape. <laughs> um. I got to tell you, after watching that documentary, I'm a fan of those mid to late 80s Pistons. <laughs> I think that shit's pretty rad. Yeah, they just were like tired of the league screwing them over. So they're like, all right, fuck the league. <laughs> and they were like, let's just go beat up all the poster boys, basically. Was yeah. Our entire idea was, all right, we won't get any respect. And let's just go beat the crap out of the people who the league wants to put on the posters. There's that whole bit with uh, Rodman and Isaiah Thomas talking about how Larry Bird wouldn't be considered that good if he was black. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. Yep, they take that <laughs> shot. <laughs> that if Larry Bird was black, he'd be an okay player. But this is right after they have that whole thing about the steal where like Larry Bird literally comes out of nowhere and just grabs the ball. For mm-hmm. him. <laughs> I was like, well, you just talked about how he committed this like superhuman feat that you didn't understand. <laughs> you're just being dicks <laughs> yeah that's kind of that's their motto man like uh yeah. bill lambeer is like the biggest version of that 
Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, they interviewed him again since episode four has come out, and he was just like, "Yeah, no, fuck Jordan." He's like still just upset about it. He's still yeah, even in like the current uh, interviews, he's still like, "Yeah, I did that, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn dude all right yeah he's the biggest <laughs> asshole ever so i guess it's good to have him on your team mm-hmm. <laughs> um episode four they finally beat detroit and detroit yep. does the very famous we're just gonna walk off the court yeah that's shitty man yeah <laughs> that is yeah, not a that's rough <laughs> and i, I love... know they have their version of like how that's cool or whatever but nah you guys <laughs> Nah, it doesn't look good. There's no saving it. They should just admit they fucked up. Yeah, have a little sportsmanship, but uh, whatever. Yeah, that's kind of what even – I like when they <laughs> gave Mike the phone. They're like, oh, here's Isaiah's reason behind it. And he goes, it's just going to be bullshit. I know what it is. <laughs> it's, be bullshit. it's so rad how fucking still mad he is about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just watching it and he's just – he goes, he might change his tone because, like, everybody says how wrong he is now, but I already know what he's going to say. <laughs> and sure enough, Isaiah's just talking in. He says, yeah, yes, I told you. <laughs> you told you. It. Told you. Um, and then we get the really great quote of, uh, they were straight up bitches. I really like that quote. <laughs> I forget <laughs> who said it, but the guy's like, yeah, they were straight up bitches. <laughs> um, and then we have a moment of... Uh, Jerry uh, uh, actually being having fun with the team. This is during better times. Yeah. So that's exciting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Jerry was actually having fun with the team, uh, which was uh, it's interesting because they show him like dancing with the team, and then they immediately cut back to like the last season, and everybody just looks sad, and, yeah. like stressed, <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> it's just like a morbid feeling heading into like any current shots of that last season yeah um it's, it's just so it's so wild to create that environment i as know like a professional person like what are you doing <laughs> it it's so weird because well, also like everybody's like goal in their work is to be like obviously the best and create the best environment and just you know so imagine like doing that you have like the best employees they're constantly the top all the time and you're like you know what this is old <laughs> yeah we need about- to build another team uh, next year i'm gonna get rid of you no matter how good you do <laughs> yeah and he- what <laughs> <laughs> and he goes back and just continues to do interviews saying that this is phil jackson's last season just keeps beating that drum basically forcing michael to be like well yeah i guess i'm playing somewhere else then or retiring yeah like i don't know I- like it's one thing to have those plans and to make those moves, but to be so open about it and to, I don't know, it just seems ridiculous. Yeah. It does. It doesn't make any sense. It's confusing, but it's interesting to watch now. Um, Yeah. It's very interesting. Also, we get to see again, one of Michael, Michael had the coolest Porsches. Yeah. I feel like he, I don't know if he was a Porsche spokesman, but he should have been. He was driving some Porsches. He was driving some vets. Yeah. He just had cool cars. He was just yeah. cool. Everything. His clothes, yeah. his cars. I get it now. Like even more but one of my favorite parts of the first or second episode was uh, you see him like just stop in the middle of traffic to sign something for a kid. Yep. That was pretty rad. And the kid just like jumps back in the car and Michael fucking speeds up. Like that's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I know. That was cool. Like, yeah. honking behind him, and it's like, I wonder if you know you're honking at Michael Jordan, just signing an autograph. For I mean, his time. license plate says MJ. <laughs> fair. <laughs> who, else do you, who else do you think it is? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> oh, who were the guys that were around Michael all the time? The, uh, the Sniff oh, Brothers? Yeah, the Sniff Brothers. <laughs> and I forget that guy. That guy thought he was hilarious. Oh, he thought he came up with the best joke. The guy introducing us to the Sniff Brothers, he was cracking himself up. <laughs> and everybody else was like, uh. Like, yeah. Like, leave everybody alone. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what their like their actual job was, but I'm pretty sure it was to... Uh, they were like a security detail. Yeah, which I get it. Yeah. You know? Or else you have like guys like in the first episode with the, the poor French guy who was like, hey, can I have your autograph as I'm micing you up right now? <laughs> Would you mind sending these? And the guy just walks up and goes, what are you doing? Yeah, not now. <laughs> Terrible time. <laughs> Post-show, when we're all relaxed, we're having fun, maybe. But now, no. That was great. Um, then we get the uh, – we finally get the, the Lakers and Bulls finals. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic. Yep. Yep. Magic against Jordan. Very cool. Very cool finals. That had to be fun to watch, like, live. Um the Bulls basically just swept them, so yeah, it was, over, it was over pretty quick. But they caught like hit, well, and then they do the mid his midair switch where he's like fly, floating through the air and just goes. Actually, I'm going to lay it up with my left hand now. Yeah, in the middle of the air, and I'm like, all right, yeah, sure, you do that. And then I thought about it, and I'm like, he makes everything look like so easy. Yeah, it looks like this effortless nothing. <laughs> Like you would, you could watch it and just be like, "Yeah, sure. What's so cool about this? This looks super easy." And then like get out there and try to do anything that he did, and it's just like, "Oh, okay. This is ridiculous. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything is just so effortless." Yeah. And I'm like, "It's insane." Um, but they finally win. They win their championship, and uh, the documentary kind of does a really good job of like capturing. Like everybody's excitement and just passion. Like Mike described it perfectly as like all those feelings that we've been building up of just anger and like disappointment or whatever, like can finally just be let go. Mm-hmm. It's just like him sobbing into the trophy. And I'm like, that's pretty powerful shit actually. Yeah. <laughs> like your entire life goal is finally accomplished. Yeah. 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 yeah that's some heavy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I don't know. It's kind of how much sports do you watch? I'm very curious. None, none, <laughs> ever. I don't care. Yeah, no. I mean, when I used to live at home, mm-hmm. and you know, didn't the the TV was in the living room. You just kind of had to accept sports would be on. But uh, I played a lot of sports when I was a kid and like up into high school. But uh. I never got. I never liked watching professional sports. I just it doesn't click for me. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, because it's that's what <laughs> I was most interested about was kind of because um, I've heard kind of that speech before from other athletes about winning like the championship. But it was kind of interesting to see mm-hmm. what you'd think on it. Um, yeah. Like kind of seeing that, like just seeing all that emotion and just I don't know. It was kind of a cool moment. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, let's see. Oh, God. And then we cut back. We cut back to the last season, and everybody's on the private plane. And they just bet on the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. And then we get to witness the funeral of Scott Burl. <laughs> Do you remember this part? When Mike is like roasting Scott Burl to the camera. And he's just like, oh, oh, this man was, is out every night. If he says he has a lady. Great. I, that was the best. He's like, don't film this. Don't film this. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> My mom Dude. and dad are watching this. Mom and dad, <laughs> your son's an alcoholic. <laughs> like, I was... I'm kind of down for Mike. I know later in this documentary, we're going to see some bad shit, but, like, I was like, this is a dope dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, he straight up murdered somebody, like, on basically, like, now national TV. Like... <laughs> He was just like, yeah, he's out every night. He's out late. Like, if he says he has a stable woman, he's a liar. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. You do see, like, he just starts, fu- he fucks with people, like, every chance he gets. It's pretty great. Yeah, like, that's all the shit with Jerry Krause. Like, earlier, when he, like, walks over, he's like, are those diet pills? <laughs> <laughs> He just, yeah, he, it gets to a certain point where he just starts, like, roasting people. It makes sense that they eventually teamed him up with Bugs Bunny, because he's very much <laughs> a similar True. kind of, like, little stinker in real life. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. He was, he was meant to be their teammates. He was a real-life Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Which I almost bought a, uh, I almost bought a, a, a Space Jam tank top the other day. I bought my brother a Space Jam jacket for oh, that's dope. his birthday. That's cool. like a like a legit like warm up jacket. <laughs> well, because like watching this man, I have like I just want to get like all like throwback like nineties just like gear, mm-hmm. like so badly. Like I was looking at the jerseys and I'm like, I honestly think the nineties jerseys for everybody was like the best. Yeah, like they play the jazz and the jazz is like really cool like purple like mountains on the jersey and like. I'm like, dude, that looks really good. Yeah, no, definitely. It was the best time for, uh, like, sports team logos and stuff like that. And just the, the colors they would go for. Yeah, and, they all were bright and they popped, but they looked, like, professional still. I'm like, I don't know if there's ever... Yeah. I used to really like the logo for the Orlando Magic when I was a kid. I thought that looked really cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they kind of like the pinstripe jerseys. Yeah. Mm-hmm when Shaq I was like young Shaq was on their team and like mm. pulled down a basket yep um yeah that's kind of like my final note was just like they show they show the jazz and I'm like dude those jerseys are so nice I, pretty should the jazz change their name absolutely but whatever Utah <laughs> should jazz the Lakers change their name yes <laughs> 100% it's great when you get to, when you see a team that obviously started somewhere else Oh, like, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, they used to be the New Orleans Jazz, mm-hmm. which makes more sense. <laughs> Have you ever seen basketball? Yes, it's been. A There's while. that that whole opening where they're ta- that's what they're talking about, and they're like, "And the Jazz moved to Utah, where there is no music, <laughs> <laughs> and just kept their name." <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that kind of concludes it right there. Um, with episode four just kind of starting to get more taste of the ends coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I 
I think it's going to this I think episode 3 was probably my least favorite. Really? I think so. Like mm. it has the shot against the Cavs, like that famous jumper where he's kind of drifting to the side and he hits it and yeah, that tells everyone crazy. to go the fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like yeah, you go Mike. Um and I absolutely love that shot. That shot is so it's so good. And it's like the fact he was shaking two defenders and one was still on him. Like that guy was playing good defense. He was mm-hmm. with them every step of the way. Mike just stopped and went into the air immediately and just he blew right past him and he hit this ridiculous shot. Um Yeah. And we kinda of talked about the Jordan rules, but I don't know. Like I'm looking <laughs> at my notes and I have so much more notes for episode four. Mm. Was the edible at its peak during episode three? <laughs> Uh, these were notes taken uh, <laughs> on my most recent watch, so no. Copy that. Okay. <laughs> Again, my first watch was I missed a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to shame you, Michael Jordan style. <laughs> you did. Next, you be telling my parents. <laughs> we do talk all the time. That's fair. Yeah. Somebody has to. They're like, tell me how Zach's doing. And I'm like, not great. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, could be better. <laughs> he doesn't feel like he's ready for the Pistons. Keep saying how he needs to get in shape. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any lingering thoughts on these episodes? Um, not really. I realized that I recognized John Sally because I think he was on. Like when they would do I Love the 80s and shit like that on VH1. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I loved those things. Because as soon as I saw him, I was like, I fucking know him from somewhere. <laughs> Dude, like the I Love the Place of the Decade here from VH1 is probably some of the coolest stuff, I think. I really TV. loved I Love the 80s and I Love the 70s. I Love the 90s I thought was kind of boring. But I Yeah, I guess that makes sense because I don't really remember it. Um. But yeah, those like those two rounds of I Love the Eighties they did were pretty fucking great. I mean, I was like sixteen, so it's probably not that good if I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just flashy and entertaining. It just yeah, caught just our attention. It, just thought it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a whirlwind. Uh, there is a tease for the next episode where I guess we finally start talking about the Air Jordans. Yes. Oh man, I'm so about it. <laughs> and so I think that comes up in the next one and it talks about how Mike, I guess, wore the first pair uh, against the Knicks and like, they weren't good. Like they were really bad to play basketball in. Well, they've gotten pretty thin soles. So. Yeah. And so he said yeah. he fucked his feet up, but he still dropped like 50. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course you did. <laughs> Your feet are in pain. They're getting fucked up. They're all terrible shoes and he's like yeah i still dropped 50 though and it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> of course you did of course you did <laughs> so all right that's cool um but i think we're finally going to start getting into like the fun because now he's won yeah. his championship so yeah air jordans are coming up space jams coming up i started trolling to uh, possibly buy another pair of jordans and then i'm just like well the only shoes i ever wear our work shoes right now, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Maybe they're on a sweet discount. One day soon, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Um, the, I, the cheapest could... Jordans I was able to get are like two hundred dollars. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, my god! Yeah, 
that. I don't think I've ever, I've never owned, owned a pair of Jordans. I had one pair when I was a kid that were just like the current ones at that time. Um, but uh, I've got a few pairs now. Of course. I'll leave it at a few. I, there's still like five more episodes in this documentary. You're going to cave and end up getting some Jordans. Probably. If anything, I'll probably just get a different pair of ones with a different color scheme. But It's going to happen. Especially if the yeah. next episode is about the Jordans. And you're yeah. done for. <laughs> you can only fight the temptation for so long, Jackson. Give in. <laughs> you just trying to score like an old pair? <laughs> <laughs> just some hand-me-down Jordans. <laughs> or I'm like, I don't have room for these anymore. Here you go, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I will take them gladly because I'll be watching happy, this. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My birthday is coming up. Just uh, I know. I'm aware. June 7th. Yeah. Uh, I've had your birthday present for like months. Oh, damn. Probably beat yeah. Jamie to that. That's how, I, that's how I roll. Damn, I appreciate that. Yeah, Jamie needs but, to step up her game. <laughs> truly. She needs to help you work out. She does. I need to beat the Pistons. Um, yeah, and then she needs to plan my birthday. Mm-hmm. Speak, yeah. Because speaking of, since our uh, our lock in time got extended to end of May, yeah, my birthday could be like the first big thing that happens post quarantine, or it gets extended again, or it gets extended, and then I do a birthday inside, which is <laughs> like Harry Potter style, where I sit under our stairs and yeah, draw on the floors. <laughs> I draw on the floor and I just sing happy birthday to myself. That kind of sounds fun. <laughs> just chilling on the floor, just kind of drawing in the in the ground. Sometimes sitting on the floor is fun. You don't do it a lot as a grown-up. You're right. I bought a yeah. chair. Make you feel, yeah. <laughs> I spent money on this chair. I'm going to use it. <laughs> exactly. It's, I don't want to waste my money, buy a chair, and then sit on the floor. What kind of heathen is that? Yeah. That's for so poor I'm, people. Exactly. Well, someone brought up like uh, building a pillow fort and I stopped and thought and I'm like, have I built a pillow fort since I moved out? And I don't think I have. I don't even think I built pillow forts when I was like age appropriate to build pillow forts. Why not? They were the best. I don't know. Just never. <laughs> I kind of want you now. I kind of want to build a like a like a pillow fort contraption. Um, you could really like, go whole hog. I know. It's, you can get some really nice pillows with a lot of structure. Like you could really make it happen. I'm thinking about using some of the couch cushions, kind of using that as the base. Nice sturdy yeah. base. Look at that. You get some of those like Casper pillows that hold their shape. Oh. Or what's that one pillow? My my pillow, my buddy pillow, or whatever the heck that you buy it what online. Is that? I don't know. I think somebody has it. I don't know who it is. It's either a member of Jamie's family bought it. It's like an internet. It's like a sex doll. I mean, it could be. Yeah. Anything could be a sex doll if you try hard enough, Jackson. Sure. <laughs> I hope that's the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> no, the episode title is going to be the you know Last Dance episode three and four. Colon. <laughs> Colon. Everything's a sex. Call me try hard enough. <laughs> Um, but no, so we blew through this recap pretty quick. Um, we're like a little over half an hour in. So what have you been keeping yourself occupied with on lockdown? 
I've been watching a lot of movies, obviously. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Fantastic game. It's really good. So good. Um, this past weekend, I watched Top Gun again. Oh. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And I got really... I don't know. Every once in a while, I get like so into just the feel of that movie. That movie's got such a particular vibe. <laughs> it doesn't even have a lot of action in it. It's, no, it's it has just, no action. It's mostly just bros hanging out. <laughs> like, it's and then yeah, it's exactly dies. it. Bros hanging out. They they bust into choreographed like karaoke, just so uh, one of their buddies can pick up on a girl. And then I downloaded the like the main theme from the score and added it to my workout playlist. Wonderful. Yeah. Kenny Loggins. You just downloaded all of Kenny Loggins. No, not the like songs, like the actual like the score that like. Oh. Down, 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 down. Um, <laughs> no, it's a good score though. But it's I love Kenny that. Yeah, no, I already have the Kenny. I have uh, <laughs> both the Kenny Loggins songs. Can you believe there's a period in time when Kenny Loggins was just like, "I'm going to do this, the main song for all of these movies." And he's such like a kind of hippie guy too. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like I get Footloose, <laughs> but yeah, he did. He, I mean, how many songs have you done? He's done Top Gun. He did Footloose. He did. Uh. Well, I guess Top Gun has all the good ones, right? Yeah. Danger Zone. Playing with the boys. Playing with the boys. During that volleyball scene. Where everybody's in denim, which I would never wear denim near a beach, let alone on it, playing volleyball. Sounds like chafing. That's why you're not a military man. You don't have the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, that sounds... You watch it, it's like you guys are all lathered up in baby oil, and Mm. you're just... Yeah, I got... And I'm like, this just sounds uncomfortable. It sounds like somebody's going to get an infection somewhere post. Oh, yeah. You know? Definitely. Definitely. Not good. And then he just runs. Doesn't he just go straight from, like, his sweaty-ass volleyball, and he drives his bike over to What's-Her-Faces? Yeah, then he goes, I'm going to take a shower. Good. (laughs) Which is pretty wild to go to somebody's house for the first time. Like, hey, I'm going to use your shower. That must be a Scientology thing. It has to be. Like, first time going over there and just be like, hey, I'm going to... Although, I mean, he did just come back from being lathered up in baby oil and playing volleyball in the sand. Yeah, so. we'll take a shower before you go over there. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. He rode, his, he rode his fancy bike all over to her house when I ride it to his place first. Get cleaned up, different clothes that aren't full of sand. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's probably wearing a sandy denim still. <laughs> yeah, full of sand. Like, she undoes a zipper and sand just pours out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> exactly, and then because of all the baby oil, like a whole bunch of it stuck to his skin, so he kind of looks like, like a deleted movie. scene from the Mummy. <laughs> it is. That's why he did the Mummy, actually. Oh fuck! <laughs> Time is a flat circle, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate that Mummy movie. I know people do, but I haven't watched it. I don't I I don't know why I'd want to watch it. I like the original mummy too much and like I get it, the original mummy's still there, but how dare they? There's actually there's one or two things in it that make you think that it's like in continuity with that original mummy still. Like you see sense. that you see that book of the dead and these are just two different mummies, two unrelated mummies. <laughs> Both got a second chance at life. Mhm. Man, I want to watch the first mummy again. That movie is great. Don't watch any of the sequels. No. The second one is okay. The second they, one's pretty bad. <laughs> did they do a third one? Yeah. 
that's rough because I don't remember it at all. No, I saw it like uh, like two or three years after it came out on uh, like VOD, and it's uh, not great. What was the third one even about? It's like a Chinese mummy this time. <gasps> it's like Jet Li. Jet Li, yeah. That's it. That's rough. Yeah, and there's a uh, there's some Yetis in it. They fight some Yetis. <laughs> Oh no! Because the second one was bad, just because they fought like a, a like a that 3D animation of the Rock. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. It was like an N64 graphic. It was um, real rough. It was like, like they were then. fist fighting Henry Henry Cavill's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must have been the same guy. Yeah, it had to be. It, um, you know. <laughs> and then there's a lot of shit, and we're like, "Well, here's that thing again," because people liked it so much in the first movie. Yeah, I fan like. Yeah, like, his, yeah his face is in water this time instead of oh. sand. Oh, we mixed it up. Yeah. Yeah, the first one's so good, though. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, Brandon Fraser, you know? I might rewatch that whole 90s Universal Monsters thing. Oh, really? Because you got, like, the Brendan Fraser mummy, but you also have, like, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. And, um... The Kenneth Branagh Frankenstein with uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh God! And uh, Wolf with Jack Nicholson and James Spader. It's oh, like a geez. whole thing. Hollow Man. Oh no! <laughs> well, you don't have to watch Hollow Man. I like Hollow Man. I mean, I don't like Hollow Man, but I enjoy. <laughs> Hollow- I enjoy Hollow Man. You don't like the message in Hollow in Hollow Man. <laughs> No, it's a legit message. Men are fucking monsters. This <laughs> is if true. You rem- if you remove accountability, they will do horrible things. God, that movie is so weird. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Ugh. It gives me like, it just freaks me out. Man. It like creeps me out. Like, yeah. I remember watching it as a kid and just be like, what the fuck is this? It's really fucking fascinating to watch because you see this era of like blockbuster culture that does not exist anymore. Of like, let's give this IP to like a like an actual filmmaker, like an artist, and like let them do their movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Because <laughs> like Paul Verhoeven, not a guy that you would think you would just give like, oh, here's you know standard intellectual property, make a movie for us, make a four quadrant film for us. <laughs> He's like, it's about rape. That's right. And you're like, oh okay, fuck. but it's like awkward rape. He like, just yeah. It's not smooth, cool rape. You're right. Well, it's just awkwardly done. I don't know. I can't describe it. Like, he, well, it's, it's just like in your face. Like, I guess that could the, be the, it. The ugliness of it is just like on the screen. It it's it's almost like it, it is kind of like basically. I think what it is. It's almost like a. Uh, uh, it's the idea of like what a teenage boy would do. Mm. It's I think that's kind of where it, it's weird to me because like Kevin Bacon's like thirty something, but he's acting like a teenage boy would act. Yeah, well, it's like it's somebody who thinks they can do whatever they want. He's I got like so. Rick Sanchez syndrome in that movie. Mm. Yeah, it's a weird movie. Like I'm watch... a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a god. The rules don't apply to me. That's fair, actually. He is like a cocky asshole. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, it's also I been a while since I watched it. Yeah, I think it's an interesting movie with some shit to say. Maybe you should give it another shot. <laughs> well, last time I watched it, I was uh, in, I think, high school. So that kind of makes... Mm. That's why it kind of threw me off. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I, ju- I thought this was just going to have cool special effects. <laughs> I thought it was just about an invisible man who, like, you know, 
yeah. goes after people when he's just unbuttoning her shirt and grabbing her boob and then running yeah. away. I'm like, this is weird. Elizabeth Shue is in that movie. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Remember that? Yeah, maybe he had she... a weird '90s. <laughs> I should watch. I should watch it with Jamie. She's never seen yeah. it, obviously. She'd probably love it. Well, I think what I think I did this weird thing accidentally to myself, which was watched Wild Things. Yeah. And then watched Hollow Man, and I'm like, Kevin Bacon's just horny. He just loves the fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then you watch Finish. Footloose and be like, I don't believe this guy at all. No, I. And then you watch Tremors. <laughs> Tremors is a classic. Tremors is a great fucking movie. Tremors is like an amazingly fun idea because it takes like, like when you played Lava with, as a kid or whatever and you can't you, touch the ground. Yeah. Tremors is like one of those perfect movies. Like they take their concept and they execute it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. It adds that layer of like, there's a way to be safe from these monsters, but it involves you standing on something that's not the ground. Mm-hmm. and even then you're not quite safe you're not quite safe but like there is that aspect of there is like a safety barrier somewhere yeah no it's exa- yeah it's, it's exactly that thing that you're like from childhood mm-hmm. it ties into that kind of yeah know, like kid game aspect but like you'll get eaten by some weird giant worm I'm gonna so. watch Tremors again <laughs> go on the Kevin after you're done with uh, whatever you're watching now you gotta do the Kevin Bacon cycle all you can eat bacon it again it gets weird for wild things in uh, hollow man mm-hmm. <laughs> you know he goes from freeing a town with dance to uh i can watch x-men first class oh i forgot he was in that that is the best x-men movie i kind of I'll, I'll die on that hill is that the one where they go and track wolverine down and he says go fuck yourself yeah wolverine's okay. basically not in it <laughs> yeah he does like a cameo of him just basically to go fuck off yeah it's super cool and sexy, and it's set in the 60s. Is Cass the... is young Magneto hunting Nazis. I was just going to say, that's the one where he's in the bar, right? That shit is awesome. Yeah, he's in the bar, and he uh, fucking like throws the knife at the guy and then just pulls it back out of him and stabs the guy in the hand again. Yeah. Yeah, that is a cool scene. They really set themselves up to revitalize the X-Men franchise with that movie. And then they fucked it up immediately, immediately. by making the sequel Days of Future Past. And I was just like, you fucking... <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I'm glad that X-Men timeline is done. And I'm ready for Marvel's reboot. I am too, as long as they don't fuck up the casting of Wolverine. I want to hear. I want to see some cool, colorful costumes. Mm-hmm. I want to see Sean Wolverine. I want somebody to do an orchestral score version of the 90s X-Men theme song. That'd be cool. The same way they did the 60s Spider-Man theme song for uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, John Krasinski is secretly meeting with Marvel. Reed That's Richards. Good. Oh, without a doubt. Everybody Gotta be. Happening. It has to be. Dwayne Johnson for Ben Grimm. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, he's never going to actually make his Black Adam movie, so I guess Marvel can steal him now. They were supposed to start shooting that before all this shit started. But <sighs> this, I mean, why a movie? Why a whole movie about Black oh, no. Adam? Just make him the bad guy in Shazam too. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think that's what they're doing now, I imagine, right? Like, Black Adam needs to be put on screen somewhere. There's a lot about what that Black Adam movie would have been, like, on the internet. There's a whole, like, Justice Society element to it. Oh, wow. I was like, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it has to be him just in Shazam too. Like, it just makes sense. 
just make him the bad guy. I know J- you don't want Dwayne Johnson to be the bad guy. He's like Dwayne Johnson that... plays an amazing bad guy. I know, but they won't let him do it now. He's in that. He's in that like second phase Arnold part of his career where they're like he has to be a hero. Even, be even hero. if he's going to be a Terminator, he's going to be the good Terminator. <laughs> right, which it was kind of cool. <laughs> they, Terminator oh, yeah. Two made it pull off because it was like a boy and his robot. <laughs> yeah, Terminator Two makes shit work that should not work. That is a R-rated family film. <laughs> a thousand percent, it is a father and son <laughs> film that the son's teaching the father everything. Um, but yeah, no, they apparently don't watch any <laughs> of Dwayne the Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Johnson. Well, you never know. Um, never did before he became an actor, which was in wrestling. His best like characters were always when he was a bad guy. When he was the heel. That's when the Rock was the best. Was he a bad guy? But yeah, for most of his career, he was more a bad guy than a good guy. Oh, interesting. And he plays like if you just go and look up like old clips on YouTube, he was like an amazing heel. And uh, you just can naturally like hate him or whatever. And he was like a really good bad guy. So it'd be fun to see him actually get to do that on screen. Like kind of show off what he can do as a bad guy. Yeah. Like the Scorpion King. He was the good guy. (laughs) (laughs) Not in the mummy. He was the bad guy in the mummy too. In the mummy, he wasn't real. (laughs) (laughs) They just used his likeness and like put it in video game character and then made oh, that shit line. was so fucking terrible. Um, like even back then, I was like, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it was bad for the time. It was yeah. just not finished. Like they clearly ran out of time and couldn't finish it. Yeah, it was hard. Even he had a redemption story at the end. Though. He pulled the bad guy down with him. I don't think that's the Rock, true. I don't think the Rock has ever been just a full-on bad guy. He's kind of the bad guy in uh, the fifth Fast and Furious movie, but he a little bit, redeems yeah. himself at the end. Exactly. Um, it could be cool. It could be like kind of because uh, like his bad guy is always his bad guy would be like John Travolta, peak John Travolta bad guy, like cocky and arrogant. Broken Arrow, John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, like just a cocky asshole. <laughs> I'd be kind of into that. Yeah, that's kind of where his that's where his like his wrestling bad guys always was. It was just a really cocky asshole. Mm. So hmm. it'd be fun. If you're listening yeah. to Hollywood, do it, you cowards. I wonder what that would be. Like what's a good vehicle for that? I don't know. Has to be some sort of because you have to like almost take away his muscle so it'd almost be like a... He tried that. <sighs> With which movie? The whole the f- whole first part of his Hollywood career, he slimmed down and looked like a normal person. Yes, he did. And Which some of, his quite... most, some of his most fun movies. But it didn't quite work for him like financially. And then he was no. like, okay, well, what if I was the world's largest person? You should see him in wrestling. He was even smaller. I was going to say he's bigger now than he ever was when he was a wrestler. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's massive right now. Um I think because he just has the time because like wrestlers are always on the road doing yeah. events and like gigs, like they work 300 days out of the year. Yeah. Well, so he's now, very wealthy. He can afford the finest HGH. Um, <laughs> yeah. But now he actually puts in like six hours at the gym. Yeah. And he's got like a traveling gym that he takes with him to like yeah. movie sets and shit like that. He just has the money to be large, but uh, I mean, yeah. Cause like his earlier work was fun when he was smaller, like the rundown. Um, the rundown's fun. I love the rundown. That's a good time. Ernie Reyes Jr. is in that movie. Oh, yeah. 
He's one of those uh, like tree people. <laughs> <laughs> that fight scene's really cool too. Where they just like are fucking him up through the trees. <laughs> it is. Uh, what other movie was he in? He was in the Rundown. He was in the Tooth Fairy. I'm talking about good movies. Uh... Escape from Witch Mountain, <laughs> where he, he became a famous meme. Yes, he did, and that meme is still used to this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that movie where he has the two by four. Oh, walking ho- or walk tall. Walking tall. Walk is that a tall? good movie? Walking tall. It's in the same aspect of the rundown where it's just fun. Oh. Like you watch it, and it's like it's there, and it's like, all right, this is great. <laughs> it's, it's there. <laughs> it's like right below the rundown. The rundown's cool. It has like fun moments. The rundown's really good. It's a fun um, movie. Has Sean William Scott being Sean William Scott? Yeah. Remember that era where they were like, hey, come be Stifler in this movie. Dude. Bulletproof Monk. He was just Stifler in different movies. Like, it's... Yeah, that's hard. Bulletproof Monk is one of those uh, peak uh, racism movies that I love where they got Chow Yun-Fat. And they're like, you're a martial artist, right? It's like, <laughs> not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. I'm famous for being in... Uh, action movies where i use guns but uh yeah sure whatever yeah sure i guess i can be yeah i'm asian (laughs) i can clearly do martial arts what was that there's a recent movie with um jackie chan where it was almost like uh it was almost like a john wick the foreigner the foreigner i think you were telling me about that it's not very good but i watched it they just didn't shoot. They didn't shoot his action well. It's Jackie Chan. How do you fuck that up? They cut it too much. They cut. No, too much. no. That's the fun thing. He uses like he uses the entire set. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. That's rough. There's a few really good moments, but uh, yeah, they just didn't. It could have been like his John Wick, but uh, they just didn't make full use of Jackie Chan, which is a shame. Part of me thinks they had to cut because he's just old. But That could be it. He can't do it anymore. He can't like yeah. throw a frying pan at somebody and then use like a washcloth to like swing around him. Yeah, there's still some really impressive stuff in it, but yeah, you know, it's not Rumble in the Bronx. It's not Rush Hour? Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> if Rush Hour is your go-to for Jackie Chan, you need to go the fuck home. <laughs> I do like Rush Hours, though. They're fun. Yeah, the Rush Hours are right. But, like, Legend of Drunken Master. That's the shit with Jackie Chan. Police Story 2. Yeah. Um, and I just love Rumble in the Bronx ever since I was a kid. The second half isn't as good as the first half, but still. That's fine. There's that whole hovercraft chase at the end. <laughs> yeah, Jackie Chan's been, like, in a sneaky amount of movies, too. Oh, yeah. And like, he was a lot of people don't realize it, but he was like a pop star too before he came to the United States. Like he would do songs at the end of his movies and shit. Oh jeez, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Imagine watching like it'd be like watching John Wick and then Keanu Reeves bust into a musical number at the end of the movie. Oh my god. I would love, <laughs> I would love it. And you're just kinda like, uh, there's okay. a whole era. There's a whole era that's been lost with like songs about the movie at the end of the movie, where they like it's either like a rap about the Monster Squad, <laughs> or sometimes they would do pop songs and they would incorporate the score of the movie into like the melody of the pop song. Like oh. Princess Princess Scandalous has like a slowed down version of the 
Danny Elfman Batman theme, like as it's kind of melody. Huh. Where it's like, da, na, 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 na. it's pretty rad. <laughs> that is pretty rad. Pretty rad. Um, anyway, speaking of traveling gems, I got to wrap this up so I can work out before work. Oh, that's fair. I did that earlier this morning. Uh, well, I was not awake earlier this morning. Zach. <laughs> Whose fault is that? You have a choice and you chose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we, we, we briefly touched on episode three and four. Um, they went quick. There was a lot in there. They went fast. Yeah. Rodman's insane. That's the recap. Fucking love uh, Dennis Rodman. Hey, dude. I wish I could when go they, to... When they talk about how he first started dyeing his hair because Demolition Man... <laughs> Yeah, Demolition Man came out. <laughs> I was like, is that fucking for real? Yeah, <laughs> saw, that's for real. He saw Wesley Snipes and he was like, hey, me too. Yeah, watch the Rodman doc. It talks about it. I, now I'm going to. I might just put that on while I work out. <laughs> <laughs> it might actually motivate you to work out more. Yeah. So. Yeah, if I find the right thing. Today is back and biceps day, so I'm about it. I'm excited. There you go. That's it. That's, yeah. You can actually watch while you're doing it too. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. No. All right, well, have fun in that. Don't pull anything. Don't kill yourself. Don't tell me how to live my life, Zach. Whatever, dude. Or end my life. Don't tell me how to end my life, Zach. Listen, if you do it, I got to find, like, another co-host, and that's a pain in the ass. So Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to live, at the very least, till October 1st, 2021. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, you got to celebrate two of my birthdays with me. Yeah, exactly. And we have to go see the Batman together. I know, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Opening night. (laughs) Um, okay. All right. Enjoy your workouts. We will, uh, come back to you guys later. Yep. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye.